Listening to the Inspirational Power Hour podcast with your host, Chandra Wise. Now, this week, I am incredibly excited because, guys, I am talking to a longtime friend and brother, one of the greatest, I say, one of the greatest voices in gospel music, definitely one of the most unique and distinctive, and I say necessary voices in gospel music. And I'm talking about none other than Brian Courtney Wilson. He is here to talk about his fifth studio album, Steel, which was released earlier this month in October. He continues to elevate his musical message and his depth with each new album. And this album is absolutely no different. Now, in this conversation, guys, we are going all the way. We're diving into we're diving into the in, the inspiration behind this album and what continues to inspire him and keep him going through every album. So, guys, I cannot wait for you to check it out. Make sure that you're following online on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to follow at Chandra Wise. That's C-H-A-N-D-R-A-W-I-S-E. And on Facebook, like the Inspirational Power Hour fan page. All right, guys, let's get right into my conversation with gospel recording artist Brian Courtney Wilson. It's the Inspirational Power Hour. Today, I'm talking to this guy. Arguably one of the greatest Definitely one of the most distinct voices, period. I'm not even saying gospel music. I'm just going to say period. Brian Courtney uh, Wilson. What's up, Brian? I'm doing well. Thank you for that gracious introduction. And I'm not going to argue with you. No, I'm playing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. I, no, for real. I was, I, I was telling you, um, I went out of town last week and um, I listened to the album. Yes, ma'am. And amazing. First of all, absolutely Thank amazing. You. But just listening to your voice, voice, Brian, and your musical style, let's just jump into it because I told you I made notes about the album, right? That's how much I was Thank into you. it. Thank you. I appreciate you digging um, into it. Yeah. Your voice just recalls, always recalls this really, really soulful um, side to it. And I think that shows up in your music and the musical arrangement. You know, the team that you've worked with over the years, I think they've been able to really um, help you build what is your signature style and sound. And even though you continue to work with different people, some of the people you work with from album to album are the same, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So and, I, and they, and they manage just, y'all managed to keep uh, evolving that sound, but what were you saying? I was, I was trying to think because uh, Dana, Dana Saray is someone who, who did more work on this album than he has previously. Okay. But um, we have worked together a lot. Uh, Eric and I, of course, have worked together before Eric Roberson. Mm -hmm. First time I worked with El Spencer Smith, though, who submitted a song uh, that we called Sure Ass that we did on the record. Amazing writer. Yeah, I, it was, yeah, he did. <laughs> Even that first line, certainty is but a vapor. You know, I think it's, I think it's from Ecclesiastes, but yeah. line, um, but it's so right on time for where we find ourselves. Um, but you know, the, I was gonna say in terms of uh, style, I really want to celebrate my label too in regards to that. Like just 
I never feel like they try to box me in, you know, or, uh, and I've heard stories about when they, when people say, Hey, you need this type of song or you need it to feel like this. Um, I've been afforded the freedom over my career to just do what was in my heart. And I've been grateful. I'm grateful for that, you know, that I've been trying to do. Yeah. And so um, on that, let's just kind of jump right into it. First song, absolutely love the first song. I got to that second song. Okay, first of all, the the your collaboration with Miranda. Ah, yeah, yeah. Perfect for that. I I like I really like it too, and I um, shout out to Miranda Curtis and Justin Savage who agreed to work on it. That was my first time working with Justin uh, from a production standpoint, mm-hmm. and uh, it really was so. I won't say random, but. She was doing a cover of Love's in Need of Love today on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on Instagram and Donald Lawrence reposted it and I commented on it. And Donald was like, man, you two ought to get together. You ain't no need to worry. He says that in the comments. He didn't know at the time what kind of content I was working on or where I was coming from stylistically or thematically, I should say. Yeah. And I, as soon as he said it, I was like, I need to get them on the phone and see if they'll do it. And they graciously agreed to do it. And I'm making a big deal out of it because it was during this quarantine. Right. So uh, there were logistics involved that, you know, were not ideal, but we were able to make it work. And I just really appreciate their graciousness in that regard. And first, first of all, I don't think there, I don't think there is a better voice to cover that song and do it justice uh, than yours. You know, when we think about that, ain't no need to worry. That's no, I'm serious. I'm I'm serious. I'm telling you, I had a I had a moment on the road on the highway with that song. Um, your voice really, I believe, like I said, it just recalls those of us who grew up with the music of the Winans, right? Um, and we know that sound and that legacy. So to reimagine that song and to you know quote unquote cover that song, you really gotta be able to bring it and elevate it. And, and I think you absolutely did that. Like I said, you and Miranda's tone, she gave us Anita vibes, like for real. Um, well, that's what I didn't know was that that's one of her favorite artists was Anita Baker. Mm. And, you know, the Winans and Marvin Winans, uh, they're my favorite. So I grew up listening to them. Uh, and even as we approached the song, I, I told them, you know, we're not trying to reinvent it. You know, we really just want to continue the conversation. Uh, And the whole time I was just kind of venerating over how grateful I was that we even had this song. Like it was, you know, those voices are like warm blankets to us and we need that type of comfort right now. And I told, one of the reasons I asked Miranda and I told her that we want to do is I believe she has a type of voice that um, communicates conviction. And if you don't say you don't need to worry in circumstances like this, you need to say it with conviction. Like you really believe it, you know? And so I think she touched on that. Uh, I believe Marvin and Anita showed us the way to do it, you know? And so I just, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're saying what you're saying. I appreciate it. Yeah. Last thing about that, you know, you talked about the wine is being one of your favorite groups, Anita being one of Miranda's favorite uh, artists. I think the love and respect is evident. It shows up you know, when you, as you guys approach this. So again, just shout out. Thank you. That. Now, now, did have either of them heard it and have you gotten feedback from either 
the wine. I have yet. In fact, I've been trying to get at at Bishop Winans, man. Just to, you know, I don't want to put him on the spot though, because that that song has been covered a few times. Yeah. No, and it's a great song. You know, it's it's like a song that kind of sings itself to a certain. You just got to kind of get out the way of it, and so I can imagine being like, all right, well. Of course, it's great. <laughs> it's a good, you know what I'm saying? Like right, pulling right, out a hymn right. in church, you know. So, right. uh, I hope I just hope it doesn't make him cringe. Like, oh, that ain't that's not it, right yeah. there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, hope it, I hope he feels like it did him just did it Absolutely. just. Absolutely. Okay, so um, let's let's continue. You mentioned the theme of the album. So how did you arrive at it? Because that wasn't the only, like you, you have other covers on there as well, you know, but I think it definitely speaks to what we're going through. It speaks to 2020, evidently, mm-hmm. you know. First, okay, let me go back. When did you start working on this album? Well, I still was, was finished, I want to say weeks before uh, the pandemic started. So I knew Still was a song we wanted to put on the record. Uh, and we were fortunate enough to finish that before everything kind of went haywire. Uh, but then once the pandemic hit and the, the, this transition, I'm gonna call it a transition happened, uh, I knew that we needed to speak even more to it, like uh, the need for stillness. And by that, I mean uh, the ability to be focused and tamp down the anxiety and worry and fear long enough to stay focused on your assignment, to really hear the voice of God, really um, tune into what's in your spirit and what you should be doing in this, in this moment uh, and what you shouldn't be doing in this moment. I really wanted to speak to that. And so the song was written before that. And then I decided like, okay, this is what this, we're going to ride this out to the point where we, I remember us having a meeting uh, with some writers, you know, and I, cause I wanted them to hear my heart on the song and why I, I, what I, what I wanted to speak to. One of those writers came back with a song like in 48 hours that made the record. It was called fear is not welcome on the, uh, the one records. of my favorite dude, one of my favorites. No. And again, that's just, this guy's like, uh, I believe he was like top 10 writer in on billboard for CCM last year, working with artists like, uh, Francesca Bastielli and uh, Torrin Wells. And so I was just, I was grateful that he offered something up that fit like a glove, to be honest. I, it was one of the things I wanted to declare and say, and I see as useful moving forward in ministry. That, yeah, that was another song. Had a moment on that one too. Um, you know, the lyrics are so, um, I, I think it speak distinctly to what again what we've all gone through this year this year has been filled with so much you use the word transition and there we've all experienced it differently and it's impacted us yeah. differently you know yeah. and and that element of fear has definitely been something that has kind of been hovering a little bit through every situation through the pandemic through the social injustice which was always there just kind of seemed to be a little more focused this year through now even going into this this so uncertain election season um, Brian, we don't even know what next year is going to look like, you know? Oh. But did we ever, did we ever, could we ever really name it? It's one of the things James talks about how it's arrogant to make plans mm. and uh, not include God's will in it and not ask, hey, God, what is your will in any given moment? 
Yeah. And um, that's one of the things that's been been kind of clear to me is how if you're still breathing, mm. how grateful you should be for that, for the Absolutely. gift of breath that you have, because um, certainty in life is but a vapor, to quote Elspeth Smith, who I believe quoted the Bible on it, you know, mm. so um, I. In this moment, that's really what I wanted us to focus on with this record is like, man, even with all that's going on, there's some things that we still can use as anchors in this moment. One is God's grace, amazing grace towards yeah. us and his uh, faithfulness towards us. The yeah. fact that God will never leave us or forsake us. Yeah. And if you're still breathing, that's your evidence that God is still with you. All right, stick around because we have more with my conversation with Brian Courtney Wilson right after these messages. All right, guys, let's get right back into my conversation with gospel recording artist Brian Courtney Wilson. And that statement here is not welcome here is such a powerful declaration. Um, Absolutely. And I think I think it's definitely one that will I, I know that's going to minister to people that minister to me. Um, and admission. It's an admission. Because if you're saying it's not welcome, you're saying mm. at one point it was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think I think that's the other part of this transition for us is I is really getting honest, you know, about what needs to be repented of, what needs to be repaired, mm -hmm. uh, what needs to be searched in our hearts. I'm thinking about Psalms 139 when I say that. And I, you know, I've been looking at that psalm and it talks about my enemies, you know, and, and making sure you come up against my enemies. But I love how it ends with, but search me too, God. Yeah. If there's anything that's not pleasing to you, anything that offends, man, lead me in the way everlasting. Yeah. Reorder my steps. Mm, absolutely. Guys, make sure that you check it out. Um, when, now, when does, the album hasn't dropped yet, has it? Not yet. Uh, this Friday. This Friday. Right. Yeah, right. usually it's like 11 o'clock, 11 p.m., wherever you are. Well, yeah, 11 p.m. if you're central. Yeah. So everybody in Jackson, y'all need to go ahead and get this record. All right. So by the time this interview airs, this interview is going to air on Friday. So it will be out. All right, guys? Okay. If All right. Are we doing it? Yeah. By the time this airs. Listen to it. I would say do like I did, you know, go on a drive, get on the open road. We can't really go probably in large crowds, but just kind of take you a little drive. Let that music just kind of, you know, as you said, blanket you because it really does. Um, even even the inner city, inner city blues. How did you choose that as a um, as a cover too? Um, well, at one point during this quarantine and the pandemic, we all were arrested. Mm -hmm. By seeing George Floyd get murdered. Absolutely. You know? And I don't know about you, but it was like I had reached this rhythm, so to speak, you know, kind of getting used to it. And mm -hmm. then that man just smacked me. And it, it hit me hard, you know. Uh, and all of us to a man on our team. And we were like, well, how do we respond to this? Because we knew we had music that we wanted to put out. Um, but we wanted to put out something that kind of spoke to the moment. And I had already recorded that song for a tribute album. Mm. I didn't intend to release it widely, but I thought it was a fitting lament 
to the fact that after 50 years since that song was written, those lyrics are still relevant today. Um, and I also thought it was worth putting on a gospel you know, album to juxtapose it against the hope that we still have, that regardless of this mountain that we're still facing, our God is merciful enough to be present in our situation and mighty enough to change it. I don't care how long it takes. There's evidence. Ask that man at the pool of Bethesda who was there for 38 years and God still was able to speak into the situation in ways that made the man believe I can pick up my bed and walk after 38 years. I just think there's still reasons to hope and believe and I'm gonna start with leaning on my breath, the breath I still have as evidence in that regard. Yeah. So guys, listen, make sure that you check this album out. Um, still, if you are listening to us online uh, on, on one of our stations, we're gonna take a listen to this track right after this, but I want you guys to really let that song minister to you. Now, how, when you hear a song, Brian, how do you know that's the one? How do you know that's the song I got to record that that has to make the album? How do you know that? I don't, I'm not sure about no all the time, but I know when, when stuff is compelling to me and it's pulling me mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm okay to say it and not just say it, I can say it again and again because, you know, that's part of what we're called to do is repeat these messages. Yeah. Um, so I guess, one of my, my main things is, can I live with it? Can I live with the fact that I said it on a recording? Yeah. That's where I start. And then you try to gauge with, gauge, okay, is it gonna help anybody else that I said it on a recording? You know, just from a ministerial standpoint. So those are the two things I'm looking for. Brian, there's always such a thoughtfulness to your artistry. Thank um, you. And, and that is so evident, there's such a, again, respect, I have to use that word respect when it comes to music and musicians, especially when it's evident in the way it shows up and what you create and what you release. Um, and of course, I'm of, a, I'm of a certain generation that my ear sort of bends to a certain type of musical quality and you give us that all the time. I think you're from, from that generation too where it's not just about the music itself, but those lyrics matter you know, the, the merging of the two matters, the message Certainly. matters, you know. Yeah. And so you, you, keep, you keep giving us that from album to album to album. What, at the core of it, we know it's, it's, it's God's word, his relationship, but other than that, what inspires you? Like what really gets that light going for you? Great, that's a great question. Um, I think it starts with, um, what do I need to hear for myself? You know, with still in particular, that's again, like a confession and then a declaration. Just being honest about um, my own anxieties and the times where I have been distracted in front of the, in the shadow of the mountain, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but this time, you know, and when you get to it this time and you get it, you want to share it. You know, at least I do as a minister of the gospel, who I feel is called to encourage and esteem and empower. Uh, I want to share it. And so those things inspire me. 
the opportunity, sometimes the vision I have in my head of people actually swaying to it in a way where clearly we've created this resonance that we all can share. Yeah. So that those those things inspire me. So what 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 uh, album is this for you? How many is how many will this be? This is my fifth record. Can you believe that? <laughs> fifth record. Fifth record. You know why I say it like that? Because like I said, I don't think we've talked in a while, and you remember me like early on, like coming to <laughs> to New Jerusalem. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All I need was stand. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, like. Absolutely. When I when I think back on that day, I was wondering that day, like, man, how are we gonna keep doing this? Seriously. You know what I mean? I'm grateful to be in this moment, but I can't see how we're gonna take the next step on the water, so to speak. And so to to have been kept long enough to keep doing this for five records is a big deal to me. And just being able to talk about it with you, I just love that. I love um I love how God reveals sometimes how much he's kept you and how, how his hand has been on your life and how much grace you've been shown. Yeah. And then knowing that, man, there's so much more that you can't even count. I love it. So, yeah. Again, I appreciate you even speaking with me today. Absolutely. We're about to wrap up. I thank you so much for hanging out. Um, again, guys, the album Steel is available now. It's available everywhere. We want you guys to check it out. Um, and make sure that you follow Brian. Give them, give them your social replay. Oh, it's uh, Brian Courtney Wilson on Instagram and Brian Courtney Wilson on Facebook. And our website is BrianCourtneyWilson.com. All right, guys. Thank you so very much for hanging out and for checking out my incredibly wonderful and honest and just very, I think, transparent conversation with a gospel recording artist, Brian Courtney Wilson. Make sure that you check out his latest release, Steel, because I'm telling you, as you heard in this conversation, you heard that I absolutely love it. I think I think you will, too. I think it's going to bless you. All right, guys, make sure that you follow online on Instagram and Twitter at Chandra Wise on Facebook, like the Inspirational Power, our fan page. And I would absolutely love it if you would like and comment on this podcast on whatever platform you use. All right, guys, listen, make sure that you stay safe, stay encouraged, stay focused, and I'll see you next time. It's the inspirational power.